0: Louisville's Rubbertown neighborhood has been a mix of industry and residences for more than 70 years. That dichotomy has been fraught with problems as the city has tried to keep the industries while also addressing residents' concerns about chemical pollution. But what's the solution to the problem? WFPL's Erica Peterson tries to answer that question.
1: Ebony Cochran says there's a lot to like about her neighborhood in Louisville's West End.
2: You make a right and you will hit lots of green space, beautiful parkway with beautiful tall trees, with nice houses. Cochran is a leader with a volunteer group called REACT, Rubber Emergency Action. But if you make a left off of my street, you are going to run into lots of railroad tracks. And on the right, you're going to start seeing um, the beginnings of Rubbertown chemical plants.
1: And there's the but. Pretty much everyone I spoke with for this series, from Park Duval to Riverside Gardens, said they like living where they live. But the health and safety problems, past, present, and potential, seriously affect their quality of life. So what's the answer? Do you kick out the industry, move the people, or find some middle ground where everyone can coexist? And for people who have spent their lives worried about toxic emissions from Rubbertown, is it even possible to coexist? Wilma Subra is an environmental scientist who's worked with communities dealing with pollution all over the United States, including Louisville. She says some neighborhoods have been bought out and moved away from industry. This reduces their exposure to chemicals, but introduces other problems.
0: It tears apart the social fabric of the community because they live together. All their social networks are in that community. And when you get a relocation program, frequently they're not relocated to the same area.
1: Instead, Tom Fitzgerald of the Kentucky Resources Council says society needs to change the way we look at pollution and stop tolerating companies that expose people to potentially hazardous chemicals.
0: Ultimately, the solution that we should be moving towards is the substitution of less toxic chemicals, and ultimately towards waste reduction, rather than utilizing the public's air and land and water resources for waste disposal.
1: Environmental groups have been pushing reforms to the regulations over the chemicals that are used everywhere, from factories to food packaging. The Toxic Substances Control Act, or TOSCA, is supposed to regulate toxic chemicals. But Elizabeth Crow of the Kentucky Environmental Foundation says, in reality, it falls short.
0: Well, most people you know, living nearby a facility or even
1: most people of us who go shopping at the grocery store assume that if we buy a product or if a company is using a, a chemical in their manufacturing process, that they wouldn't be allowed to do that if the, if the chemical was actually not safe. And unfortunately, that's not the case. Under TSCA, the EPA needs evidence that exposure to the chemical in the quantities it's used in is dangerous. Only then can it require product testing. Ebony Cochran of REACT says that logic is fundamentally flawed.
2: The burden of proof should not be on residents, so we shouldn't be, have to bring scientific proof that these chemicals are harming us.
1: Cochran and Crow support a bill in Congress called the Safe Chemicals Act. It would require the industry to prove chemicals are safe before they're allowed to enter the market. Chemical companies say they're on board with TSCA reforms. The American Chemistry Council has publicly said it's willing to work toward a bipartisan solution but it has major problems with the proposed legislation. The industry group spent more than $7 million in lobbying last year, and some of that was against the Safe Chemicals Act. The ACC says the bill would place too much of a burden on regulators and compromise companies' trade secrets. If Louisville were being planned today, the city's founders probably wouldn't sandwich industrial and residential areas next to each other. Rubbertown was started out of necessity during World War II, and it's hard to find anyone who thinks the design is perfect. But now the city is stuck with it, and it looks like any solution is going to be imperfect as well. Erica Peterson, WFPL News.
0: Erica's reporting on health issues in Town was undertaken as a California Endowment Health Journalism Fellow at the University of Southern California's Annenberg School of Journalism. To read this and other stories in the series, go to WFPL.org and search on Rubbertown Health.